Welcome to Day 90 of The New Way. We are continuing to study the Sermon on the Mount. I'll read Matthew seven fifteen through 20 Watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. By their fruit you will recognize them. Do people pick grapes from thorn bushes? or figs from thistles. Likewise, every good tree bears good fruit, but a bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, and a bad tree cannot bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, by their fruit, you will recognize them. The focus for this passage is found in the first five words, watch out for false prophets. The first thing we see is that they will come disguised. They will try to blend into the crowd. They will try to look like followers of Jesus on the outside. Why does Jesus consider them to be like wolves? First, I think he used sheep and wolves because it's something the people who were in his audience would understand. Satan's goal is to still kill and destroy you. Doesn't that sound a lot like wolves among sheep? Now Jesus says that you will recognize false prophets by their fruit or the results in their lives. Jesus warns that a diseased tree that does not produce good fruit, is chopped down and destroyed. I believe Jesus is warning us to watch out for people who say one thing and do another, and for people who preach, but the results are not good ones. Let's read Luke's version in Luke six forty-three through 45. No good tree bears bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. Each tree is recognized by its own fruit. People do not pick figs from thorn bushes or grapes from briars. A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart, and an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Luke gives us some new information. He says that good or bad results come from the heart. Now you know that Luke, a doctor, was not referring to the organ of the body that pumps blood. He was referring to our inner core. A false prophet or a fake follower can sometimes preach a pretty good sermon. But when you get to know them, you'll hear words that reveal that their core is not controlled by the Holy Spirit, but is controlled by self. Luke says to listen carefully, and their words will reveal who is in control of their core. I'll read Matthew seven twenty-one through 23 Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, 
will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name, and in your name drive out demons, and in your name perform many miracles? Then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. You need to be warned that not everyone who says they are a follower of Jesus is. I know several young women who married men who claimed to be followers, but after they were married, proved that they were just pretenders. How can this be? It's hard to tell the difference unless you examine deeply. And I want to assure you, if you are going to marry someone, you should be looking very deeply. The difference lies in whether you believe about Jesus or whether you have asked Jesus into your inner core. We are all empty until we invite Jesus to take control and reside within us. Many people learn about Jesus and believe everything about him, but don't want to give him the controls of their life. Even Satan believes in Jesus. Many believe that Jesus died, was resurrected, is God's son, etc. But they have no intention of inviting Jesus into their control center. In this passage, Jesus says some people preach sermons, do miracles. Yes, Satan can do supernatural things too. They call him Lord. But why does Jesus say, I never knew you? I think that means that they never invited him into their lives to be their boss. So they are still empty at the core. But they can look and act religious on the outside. Make sure you know the difference in being religious and being in a relationship with Jesus. I'll read Luke six forty six. Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? The word Lord means the same as master or boss or the one who controls me and my actions. Why do you call me Lord if you don't obey what I say? That's a really good question. Maybe you need to ask yourself that question. I do occasionally. Making Jesus truly your Lord by not only inviting him into your core but by obeying him and following his directions is a great recipe for success in this life and for all eternity. In his service, Dale.